Welcome to the Girl on Top Shallon XO podcast. I'm your host, Shallon Lester, and you might know me from my YouTube channel, where I analyze celeb relationships and scandals for the lessons we can take into our own lives. But here on the podcast, I answer the best questions you submitted over the past week. Welcome back to the podcast, Shalligators. I'm so happy to have you here. This week, we're going to talk about turning a booty call into a relationship. Is it possible? Do you confront the guy about it? Do you like have a heart to heart? Do you ghost? Like, what do you do? I will tell you exactly what to do. I will tell you exactly what to say or what to text to him. I have the perfect script. We're going to break down why it works and hear from a shalligator who's going through this because I think this is one of the main things we deal with as women. How do we sort of change the trajectory of a dynamic? Is it even possible? Yes, it is. But I'm not going to lie to you. It can be a bit of an uphill battle. But you know, for us, impossible is nothing. But before we get started, just a little bit of housekeeping. If you like this podcast, rating and reviewing it really does mean so much to me. It really helps get the word out and get more shalligators around here. Also, if you want to come to Italy with me, oh my gosh, you guys, we are going to have so much fun. We are going to Italy. We added a second trip in early November this year. I think we have two spaces left. We had someone who unfortunately had to cancel because she got into law school. I know, right? Like, how dare you choose, like, your entire future over this trip? Whatever. But we have some more room, so go ahead and click the link in the bio to sign up. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to go to Rome and Florence. I know way too much about both these places, so it's going to be so much fun, nerdy stuff. And in the meantime, if you want to talk to me one-on-one, head to my website, shallonlester.com, or click the link down below to submit a question. I get back to everybody. And some of you guys I can get back to in just 24 hours if you pick that option, because I know sometimes you really need an answer ASAP. I got you, girl. And if you want a custom shout-out video from me, head over to cameo.com if you're in the U.S., or memo, M-E-M-M-O dot me, if you're outside the U.S. And that's super fun little birthday shout-out, a gift for a friend, any old thing like that. All these links are down in the show notes. Go ahead and click around to your heart's desire. This question comes from Lauren. She said, I have this guy friend and I've hooked up with him since high school until now, but we haven't ever had sex because I'm a virgin and like, I don't want to lose my virginity just from a hookup, right? So he recently broke up with his girlfriend and kind of implied that like, I might've been the reason. I know he has some feelings for me and likes me, but maybe just not enough. What can I do to make our relationship change and for him to see me as more? He just broke up, so the timing is bad, but I would like to date this guy at some point. So should I stop hooking up with him and place some boundaries? Should I talk with him? Or am I just being used right now as completely a distraction? Okay. (laughs) First, I love the... (laughs) What might be the B-plot of this is that, like, this dude was cheating on his girlfriend with you. Probably not the best, but look, like, I give a fuck. I care about you guys. I don't care about anybody else. So, but I'm only saying that because he might not be the best? You know, he might not be the best, but we're going to set that aside. Let's say that the timeline didn't really overlap. Okay. For one, I think you hit the nail on the head here in a lot of ways. You are correct. You do not want to lose your virginity as a hookup. Nobody does. I mean, one thing that I think Sex in the City did for us as women is give us so much empowerment to be like, I can just be out there for fucking and having fun. I'm talking, of course, about Samantha. Like, I don't care about any of the other characters. She is Sex in the City to me. Like, who's like, wow, Miranda, really? She really is, is me. Nobody wants to be the Miranda. 
And listen, we're all pretty badass career women, but we're not these like bitter bunnies. Whatever. This isn't about sex in the city. But Samantha, she was a gift and a curse, right? Because she gave us this freedom to just be out there and sleeping with dudes. But with that came this pressure that we were supposed to only want that. I mean, Samantha didn't want relationships. And it kind of was like, well, if we're going to have this very sex positive attitude and be out there hoeing it up in the best way, we are embarrassing and a failure if we catch feelings because Samantha didn't. Samantha's not a person. She's a character, right? They can write whatever emotions and whatever outcomes they want. She isn't a real person. And I say this because I don't know very many women, if any. And look, I've lived in New York City. Like the baddest bitches on the planet are there. I, hopefully, among them. I don't know really any women who only want sex. Like, and never any feelings. I don't know very many women that want to have sex, certainly for the first time, and really not have any emotion behind it. That this guy could kind of take it or leave it. And you know what, girls? That's what a booty call is. It is. We have to walk in the light of the truth of what this means. I've talked about booty calls before. And I have seen a booty call turn into a relationship. But you know when it happens? Almost immediately. Almost immediately. One of my guy friends, who is like bro machine 5000, like preppy, you know, New England Ivy League, like like a Kennedy bro-y, just finance dude, one of those guys, started hooking up with this chick in his um, apartment building. And I was like, this is a horrible idea. And he's like, no, it's fine. I don't care. I don't want a relationship. They literally hooked up twice. And he's like, I don't just want to hook up with her. I want to date her. So I am going to tell her I don't want to run the risk of her thinking I don't value her as a girlfriend. And I moreover don't want to run the risk of getting into the booty call category with her. I don't want her to compartmentalize me. So he put the brakes on that immediately. And guess what? They're married. They just had their first child. My point is, if someone like that dude who is like so just typical central casting dude bro can be like, whoa, I don't just like want to fuck you. I care about you. Then any guy can. It is very tough to take things from a casual situation to a relationship, but it is not impossible. And I'm very proud of Steph for recognizing I don't want to lose my virginity to a hookup. Like I was saying about Samantha, it's great to be that like casual and I want to fling. Nobody wants to fling their first time out of the gate. You know, that's like a level 10 sex pot. I really know what I'm doing. I've been around the block and I can compartmentalize. That is not sex 101. That's not our first day syllabus, okay? And it doesn't need to be. That's not a weak thing. That's a wonderful thing. Our wonderfulness as a woman is our ability to bond, right? The empathy, the loyalty to stick around, dig in. I'm a ride or die. I'm a cheerleader for you. That's not a bad thing. Bad people make it seem like a bad thing. Well, I, ew, ew. You want like a partner? Ew, you're pathetic. No, I'm not pathetic. I'm a woman who wants to be appreciated for my multidimensionality. I want someone who is loyal as I am. And I certainly want that when I'm just entering the sexual arena. So high five to you, Steph, for recognizing this. Love it.
So that's the first nail you've hit on it. The second, you're absolutely right. Liking you might not be enough. I mean, clearly he has some some sort of something for you. I mean, you your booty calls, you talk, whatever. Now look, I'm not saying all booty calls have like this kernel of of affection and feelings and caring. A lot of them don't. I mean, they don't. And it's ghastly that guys can just operate like that. Ugh. But this one I think does. But it's a weird truth about guys that they can just like us a little bit. Women, I think we're much more like a light switch. At least I am. We're into it or we're not, right? Yeah, feelings can develop. And look, they develop much more easily when you're having sex with someone or hooking up, you know, whatever. You're, again, it's your body hardwiring you to bond. This isn't a weakness. This is what you were meant to do. So don't shame yourself for that. Samantha isn't a real person. But guys can compartmentalize. And you're also right that you don't want to be used as a distraction, you know? So if you want to talk to him, this is what I would say. Hey, I really like hanging out with you, but I've recently realized I'm actually looking for more of a relationship and not just a booty call anymore. If you're looking for something more legitimate too, I suppose I would be, you know, amenable to talking about that, I guess. But in the meantime, we shouldn't see each other. Hope you're well. Okay, let's unpack this because you know what? If I do say so myself, it's brilliant. This is an effective statement because it is a statement. It's not a question. When we talk to a guy, well, I should talk to him about this. You know what we always make the mistake of? Oh, it's a dialogue. It's a conversation. I know on paper, that's what we should be doing. We want to communicate, hear their side of things. Fuck that horse shit. Fuck that shit. When we feel more strongly about something than a guy does, having a conversation, I just want to get his idea on things. Ah, not usually the best. For one, we're allowing him to give us data, but data that is highly, highly at risk for being misinterpreted into what we want to hear. How many times have you talked to your friend who likes a guy who is clearly just such a dead end, such a fuck boy, and he'll be like, yeah, I'm not really like looking for a girlfriend right now. I'm like focused on lacrosse. And she puts that through her mind machine. And you know what outcome she spits out? Yeah. So, I mean, like once lacrosse season is over, I think we're totally going to be together. And you're like, oh, Chelsea, that's like not what he means. Right? When we like someone, we're constantly looking for loopholes. We're the best lawyer on the planet, right? We're looking for that little blip in the code. We're looking for entrances and not exits. So we don't always want to give a guy the opportunity to explain his point of view because we might not be able to read between the lines. So we want to make statements and then walk away. This is why I miss letters, like actual physical letters, because it's like, hey, I'm writing down my feelings. I'm mailing it off. I'll talk to you in three to six motherfucking weeks when the Pony Express gets back here. Okay. So for one, it's a statement, not a question. You are making the choice. You are saying, I'm actually walking away. I don't want this anymore. If you do, eh. it's a statement. You pick. You do not get picked. It is crucial that you shift the paradigm on this. I'll explain in a minute, okay? I'll explain in a minute. Number two, this still leaves the door open. You're walking away, but hey, I mean, maybe. What this man needs right now 
He needs to hunt. He's fresh out of a zoo, aka a relationship. He doesn't want to be fed anymore. He wants to chase prey. He wants to try. He wants that feeling of, I'm a fucking man. I was a kept animal. I was domesticated. Now I'm wild again. I'm going to go out there and see what's out there. And number three, in the meantime, you're out. You're out. You've made a choice. You're not waiting for him to tell you what choice you should make. You're making that choice. This is crucial because real talk, he thinks he has carte blanche access to you 24-7 whenever he wants. That's what he thinks right now. He might not be wrong is the bad thing. And this, this is the gift and the curse of a booty call. Like, I want a booty call who is available to me whenever I want. Hey, it's Tuesday afternoon. You want to come over? It's Friday at 2 a.m. You up? Like, I don't want a booty call who's like, um, maybe. Do you want to go out to dinner? It's like, shut the, oh, please get in your lane. I dealt with this with a booty call I had last summer. He was literally so annoying. Jeff, I hope you hear this <laughs> because I was like, let's just like, you know, be casual. Keep it casual. We have a lot of fun in bed. Like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend. You're not looking for a girlfriend. And he would play hard to get. He would like, well, no, like, I can't do that. I'm like, oh my God, dude, like, please understand your role here. And I kept cutting him off. I'm like, you're like a drive-thru that makes me make reservations. I'm not, that's not why I go through the drive-thru. I go through the drive-thru for convenience, okay? So you've got to become that drive-thru that makes reservations. Because you know who this dude was that I'm talking about? He's the one I referenced in a video that we've caught a bunch of feelings for each other because he manipulated me. I mean, he played me very effectively. <laughs> he did. He played hard to get so that I started being like much more interested in him. I cut him off at first, but he would like breadcrumb me. Oh God, that's a whole separate story. Anyway, this dude thinks you have 24-7 availability for him. Teach him that is not true. Men don't chase a stick that lays there. They chase the ball that bounces away. Wait, did I say men? I meant dogs. Eh, I don't know. Men chase a lot of balls. Tennis balls, golf balls, baseballs, footballs. So maybe I do mean men. They chase things, you know? Overall, though, this dude has enough data to know if he wants to seriously date you. So pull back and see what he does with this data. But if you're still available to him, then he doesn't need to do anything. Do you see what I mean? There's no urgency. There's no supply and demand issue here. It's all this access all the time. Whenever we do not know what to do, the answer is always, always pull back. This is completely contrary to what our feelings are telling us. Our heart, our vagina, all these things. It's, I gotta hold on tighter. I have to sit him down. I have to tell him how I feel. Girl, first of all, he probably knows how you feel. I mean, none of us are as good of an actress as we think that we are. I mean, I'm not. And I'm a great liar. I feel like none of us can really play hard to get. You know, we have to be hard to get. So we have to pull back, cut contact. Men don't work hard when it's easy. They put in work when it's hard. I'm like the opposite. I like things to be easy, you know, but that's how they're wired. Use it to your advantage. See what he does. Make this statement, not a question, not a negotiation, not a conversation, a statement. Hey, you know what? I have fun, but 
yeah, you know, my my appetite has changed. Like booty calls great, but I'm looking for something a little deeper. This is also effective because it's a subtle neg. It's, yeah, I'm bored with you. I've been there. I've done that. I want something more. The implication being more than you are able to give. You're kind of deficient. You're not really up to my standards. Suddenly, you, the girl who he might have put in the 24-7 available drive-through category, is like, yeah, no, you're actually my drive-through. You're not, you're not even a drive-through I want to hit anymore. So I'm gonna go ahead and pull back. What 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 what? That's gonna throw him for a loop. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This girl who I thought I could have whenever is telling me I'm I'm not good enough for for her. Wait, what? Now I know what you're thinking. Shallon, I like this guy. I don't want to give him the impression he's not good enough for me. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Why are you approaching this from a standpoint of just so much respect, just so much mutual respect? He might not respect you that much because this is the risk we run when it's pussy 24-7. Ah, believe me, this makes me want to tear my hair out the way it makes you want to tear yours out. I know. I know. It's so unfair and it's so ridiculous that we can't be confident and exude sex appeal and be a woman who likes men and just be like, I want to fuck. Like, I, I want to hook up. I want to whatever. And still retain respect? Believe me, I know this. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But this is the game. The rules of many games are ridiculous. Why in hockey can't you pick up the puck, stuff it down your jersey, and just skate it into the goal and take it out and, and toss it in there? That would be much easier. But you can't. You have to play by the rules or you don't get to play at all. I mean, you can try, but you're going to lose. The rules are what they are. And with the dating game, it is exactly the same. We can sit here and we can scream and we can fight about how unfair they are and we'd be right. But what is that going to get us? Is that going to get us the prize? No, it's going to get us kicked out of the arena or absolutely trampled by other people who are playing the game effectively, who aren't sitting there seething about how unfair it all is, even though they could, even though we all could. We're not doing ourselves any favors by acting like that. So you got to play the game better than how it's getting played against you. And believe me, baby girl, it is. If we think that opting out of these games means everyone else lays down their arms and doesn't play them on us, oh my fucking God. I, that is the kiss of death. That is the worst possible thing you can do. If you don't want to play the game, I get that. Remove yourself from the arena. That's how that goes. I have many friends who are like way too honest with guys. They're like, I just don't want to play any games. I'm like, do you understand that when you say this and when you approach dating this way, you are like a turtle without a shell. You are a soldier with no armor standing in the battlefield, hoping and assuming no one's going to shoot you. Does that sound realistic in that scenario? No, you are the easiest possible target. You are so easy to manipulate because you're coming at things with the dumbest possible standpoint. Honesty. Not helpful here. Honesty, when you think about it, is almost never 
the right answer. Very rarely and very sparingly. Now look, you're probably thinking, that's not true. Shallon, all right, look at friendship. Look at friendship. If you were 100% honest with your best friend about how she looks in those high-waisted stovepipe mom jeans, what would you be saying? If you were 100% with your mom about certain things, how you spent your money, where you were last Saturday night, would that be a good thing? If you were 100% honest with your boss about how long it took you to complete that project, why you were so late after coming back from lunch, would this be an effective thing? No. Honesty is a weapon like any other. You must use it to your advantage and not have it used against you. So in this scenario with Steph, going to him and being like, hey, I like you. I really want to date you. The problem with the booty call is he already thinks he knows everything about you, has complete access to you. You're in his pocket. You go to him and say, hey, I like you. Wow. You are in a whole different pocket so much deeper. Now he's like, holy shit, I've not only got access to her body, I got access to her heart. Damn, I didn't even know that. I thought she was keeping it casual. Wow. This girl is my little toy. And even the best people will think that on some level. Bad people will think it on a very primary level. That'll be a poop. The first thing that comes to their mind, they're going to rub their little villain hands together, twirl their stupid mustache, and be like, what can I get this bitch to do? She was just sucking my dick. I bet she'll clean my apartment. I bet she'll pick me up from the airport. I bet she'll help me move. Right? And I don't really have to give anything back to her because she's all in. She's all in. I haven't promised her anything. She's all in. That's great. But a good guy even... Because look, we're good women, and if someone came to us and we're like, we, I am 100% all in with you, first of all, we would respect them a little bit less. We all know that we don't fall as hard sometimes for the nice guy. You know, I think this is like a lot of our sort of like personal battle and the thing we have to like work on is being super, super attracted to the nice guy. It's tough. You're attracted to the bad boy, the ball that bounces away. Are you as attracted to the person who lays it all out there? I'll do anything for you. I'm super all in. Like, ugh, God, like have a little self-respect, right? Hmm. So if we can, in these moments, take ourselves out of the scenario and be like, what would I want to hear? Would I find this attractive? I don't know. Like, maybe not then we can get a little bit of clarity about the path we're supposed to take. But look, overall, like I said, if you don't know what path to take in these scenarios, pull back. Pull back. Cut them off. Well, okay, Shallon, if I cut them off, I have to tell them why I'm cutting them off. No, 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 no. no. I know that you have that impulse, and that's that speaks to your strength of character that you are wanting to communicate. But again, communication is what? It's honesty. And what is honesty? It's a weapon. It's a weapon. Either you're using it or it's being used against you. You go to him, you tell him, I'm going to cut you off because I have all these really strong feelings for you. He's like, yikes, okay. You just, you just dip. Because what you need to do is create a bit of mystery here. Because again, he thinks he knows everything. He thinks he's got you all figured out. You're on a string. The ball is not bouncing away. This is a stick. You are literally lying down for him. You ghost out. He's going to be like, wait, why isn't she answering? Wait a minute. What is she doing? Huh, whatever. 
I'll call her next weekend. Next weekend goes by. You still don't answer. Huh. Uh, huh. Is she dating someone? Fuck, is she dating someone? God. Huh. You know what this is going to do? Remind him that you have value. Remind him that, first of all, he is not so fucking precious that you wouldn't drop him like a bad habit if a better man came along. He needs a reality check. That ego needs to be taken down a few pegs. And it also reminds him that you are a thing worthy of being hunted. No man wants a woman nobody else wants. Do you want a boy that nobody else wants? No. Do you want shoes nobody else wants? No. We are all like this, okay? So you ghosting out stokes that fire, stokes that mystery. And remember, you have no mystery when you're a booty call. Very little. Not none, but it's really not your strong point right now, okay? You have availability. That's not always a compliment. You want to dial up the mystery, dial down the availability. And you do that by dipping. You can say what I said. Hey, you know, this is just, eh, my preference has changed. I'm out. You want to talk about this? I guess I could entertain it. Maybe, like, I'd let you toss your hat in the ring, but remind him that he is a known. He is a little too accessible. You know all that you need to know about him. You have enough data, okay? You want to come to me with a rebrand, my guy? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I... I'd be willing to watch the PowerPoint presentation, I suppose. Like, we can schedule you in for a pitch. But that's about it. In the meantime, while you work on slide 35, I'm out. I'm back. I'm on the market. Because look, this might not work. Just being honest with you. He might be like, all right, whatever. And he's got a new booty call and he's moved on. Don't you want to know that that's the situation, though? Don't you want to not waste more time with a time waster? Are you going 70 miles an hour down a dead end road? Why? It's painful to look at these things. It is. I get it. I know. It is infinitely more painful to not read that writing on the wall until it's six months down the line. And you have lost your virginity. And you are miserable. And you think back on this podcast and you're like, fuck. Ugh. I should have listened. I should have listened. Do you know how many times I've done that? That's like my default setting. I am trying to spare you from like the hurt I've gone through. Just trust me. Just trust me on this. There is no downside to cutting a dude off. Well, I might lose him. He's gone anyway. He's gone anyway. It, what do we say? They don't put in work when it's easy. They do it when it's hard. They are hardwired to do this. I don't know why it makes no sense to me. I personally hate it. They love it. So if he sees that ball bouncing away, he just might chase it. He's not going to chase the stick. If you like this podcast, my little girls, please rate and review. It means so very much to me. And like I said, you know, if you want some help from me one-on-one, head to my website, shallonlester.com, and you can click submit a question. I get back to everybody. They don't just like go into a void. And we're going to be back next week with some new topics. And if you want to meet me in person and hang out, have the adventure of a lifetime, we've got two spots left for our Italy adventure this fall. Go ahead and click the link down in the bio. I'll see you later, Shalligators. 
Well, that's it for this episode of Girl on Top. Thanks for being part of the Shalantourage. If you have a love question you need some help with, find me on my website, shallonlester.com, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram at shallonxo and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Stay sweet, stay savage. Thank you.